This is April, better known as a Soul Coach. This is the third episode. Well, well, here we are. This is the second time that I am recording this podcast. Um, because the first time I recorded it, there's pieces during my recording that sound like someone covered my mouth. I am absolutely blown away because I don't even know what to say at this point. I wanted to do this podcast about my experience at Oak Alley Plantation. This experience uh, is so important to me uh, to share because I've never had any kind of experience like this before. Now, I have a ton of stories that I will share throughout my uh, podcast about different things that's happened to me spiritually. However, this is the strongest that I've ever been in my gifts, and this And my gifts were expanded once I left Oak Alley Plantation. So I want to, I talked about this in my blog and I talked about this briefly on Instagram, but this, this conversation needed to be had. Um, and you, and so you can get the big picture of what I was going through when I went to Oak Alley Plantation. And Oak Alley Plantation is about 50 minutes outside of New Orleans. It's about 50... Like I said, 50 minutes uh, is in Vachere, I think I pronounced that correctly, Louisiana. Uh, I've been there, I've been in that area before, but I've never been to any of the plantations. I just never wanted to be on any plantation because I don't need a reminder of how horrific a part of America that happened to me and my ancestors, what happened to my ancestors. And I just don't want a reminder of that. And I just was like, I'm not going on anybody's plantation. (laughs) And I just never been. Until now, and the only reason that I went that Monday was because I didn't know where we were going. And it was my birthday weekend, and it was the Monday after the partying, we're having fun. And my friend Jessica was like, let's go to Oak Alley. And I was like, I don't want, I don't care, let's go. Like, I was game, and I had no idea why I was going so if I would have known that I was going to plantation, I definitely would have said, hell no. So it's meant for me to be there at that moment. It was meant for me to release whatever I needed to release there. I'm going to go in detail about the things and the visions that I saw on the property. And um, so stay tuned for this crazy, crazy ride. Well, I wanted to do this podcast um, in addition to my Friday uh, podcast because I was getting called to do this. I wanted to share my story and I feel like I haven't shared it enough. Um, I also want to give you some insight on my gifts and my gifts, uh, meaning uh, these gifts of clairvoyancy, being a medium, being psychic, being an empath. These are things that I ran away for, from uh, most of my life. 
And I ran away from them because of fear of rejection. I didn't want to stand in my truth because I just didn't want people to look at me and call me a weirdo. Um, like, oh, this is this out of the box, especially being from the deep south. And my family are it's extremely religious and they're, you know, Christians. And I grew up in the church and I just, you know, I was like, I don't want, you know, I don't want anybody to know I have these gifts. However, I um I have them. Um, I'm standing in my truth. I really don't care about what anybody say. Um, this is what God had put in me to to help other people, and because of that, uh, that's why He continues to bless me. So at the end of the day, I can care less about what anybody say, and you know your opinions and things are just that. It's just your opinion, and uh, you have the right to that. And I do this podcast for people that it resonates with. So if I say something or do something or whatever, that it's just not an agreeance to something in your spirit, you don't have to listen to it. And that is the beautiful thing of having will. So I want to talk about, like I said, Oak Alley Plantation. This is something that I am still getting downloads from even after three weeks of not being on a property. I can get a vision of something when I'm laying in a bed or if I'm walking somewhere. If I, I mean, I'm still getting downloads from this experience. Um, when we got on the property, I was feeling nauseous, but I thought that maybe I was sick from like the drinking before. And I didn't even really drink that much, but I just felt like something was, uh, wasn't quite right. So um, there was an uneasy feeling, I would say. As I get out of the car, we're walking literally like two steps into the property, maybe five or six. Let me say about six steps. <laughs> and I felt uh, what they call is a vortex, which is a energy source. And I could feel walk. I can feel myself walking through it. And the energy was so strong. It was to the point where I thought that I was going to pass out. That's how strong it was. So I'm standing there and I was like, Ooh, do you feel that? And Jessica's looking at me like, feel what? And as she got closer to me, she got goosebumps on her. And she's like, Ooh, what's that? And I was like, that's a vortex. And I couldn't even talk. Um, after that, because then once I took another step forward, it was like I was engulfed into this energy. And I knew that the energy um, was that of the slaves on the property. I knew that I had a knowing of that. And I knew that I needed it, that they wanted to show me stuff. I knew that um, this experience was going to be something like no other. And it was just five steps onto the property. Literally walked on and they were like, oh, there she is. I'm going to grab her and she's going to see what we see, what we experienced on this property. So fast forward, I'm walking and I'm trying not to pass out because the energy is getting stronger and stronger. As we uh, enter in uh, to the side, um, when you first walk in, there is eight uh, slave quarters. And they look like little huts. 
Oh, you know, on the side of the walkway. Um, and it's like there's a walkway and there's four huts on the left side and four huts on the right side. As we're walking through, I see in a vision of mine, because now I'm starting to see uh, visions are coming to me in my third eye. Uh, this white man is uh, walking to the second hut on the right hand side and he's grabbing a young girl and I know that he's about to rape her because she's crying and she's being pulled like it was like a tug of war um, between I guess her mother or you know whoever that was and then the slave owner and she's crying and he's grabbing her and pulling her and then I get flashes of mulatto children. And then uh, I get flashes of uh, children dying, being killed uh, on the property because we all know that happened, you know. So as I'm seeing it, I'm, I'm telling my friend Jessica bits and pieces of what I'm seeing because I was like, we all know that's what happened. You know, we it's just like. I don't know why you're showing me something that I already know. So then (coughs) we continue to walk. But we're walking down the long walkway uh, because there's the big house and a lot of people. And there's this long walkway. And along that walkway is where they have all these beautiful oak trees. That's all in a row. They're absolutely beautiful. And the branches are intertwined and they're on the ground and they're just absolutely beautiful. And there are hundred year old trees that are just that are there. And as we're walking down the walkway away from the house, I see uh hangings. I see men being hung and I, I see women being hung from the trees. And I see a lot of that and I see people uh, gathering around, white people gathering around the hangings. And this is stuff that I already know that happens, but it was being shown to me. And then I see a snapshot of children running around and these are slave these are the slave kids and they're running around in tattered clothes and they're happy and then I had uh, a feeling of uh, happiness because when I saw the the hanging I felt sick to my stomach like I wanted to throw up but then I because I'm an empath so I'm feeling these feelings that the slaves are trying to show me and then I didn't share that with Jessica uh, about the hangings, but I did share with her that I saw the kids running around in tattered clothes, and there was one boy in particular that I saw, and I couldn't get his face out of my head. And it's like you know, I'm thinking about my son that's seven years old now, and I'm looking at these kids, and they're running around having fun and just being happy. They don't even know what life is right now, you know, for them being slave kids. <coughs> So then um, I'm walking and I was like, I have to sit down because I feel like I'm going to pass out again. And in that moment, it was really spirit uh, telling me that I needed to, oh, maybe that cut off. Hold on. It was spirit telling me that I needed to trust what I was seeing because I was kept saying to myself this ego I'm hung over this is not real you know I just 
was questioning the things that I was seeing because it wasn't anything out the extraordinary of things that I already knew to happen on properties, you know, of that magnitude. So I really was like, oh, this always happens. And I, and I was getting sick, nauseous, like I was about to throw up. Because the energy was so strong, but then I was having this battle within myself, like, am I drunk? Am I'm like, what is going on? So I uh, went to a bench and I sat down and my friend Jessica was taking pictures and there were, there was these girls that was, that was there and she was helping them take pictures and, and I was sitting there and I took my flip flops off and I just grounded myself. Because I needed to pull myself together. And and I prayed. I sat on a bench. I put my feet in the grass. I grounded into that soil. And I prayed. I prayed for, for myself to have the strength to get through this. I prayed for those slaves that were on that property. And I prayed for clarity. Because I wanted to make sure that what I was getting, that I was clear on the message. And that whatever it is that I need to know or learn, like, get so that I can get it. But I definitely was having a battle within myself as I'm walking around this property. Because it was just so much. And it was overwhelming at that time. And it was a female spirit, uh, spirits, that uh, was guiding me through that I could feel. I didn't feel any masculine spirits you know, at all. This was all women. And it was, I don't know if it was two or three, it was whatever it was. They were extremely strong, I guess, you know, on on that property. And uh, so as I finished my prayer, I get up and then we're walking back up toward the big house. And at first, I was going to go in to the, you know, the main house. And then spirit was like, no, we need you on the land. Like you need to stay on land. And as we were going up the walkway, uh, there was a, a tour guide that was on the top on the balcony that was giving a tour of the house. And she was giving a history and things. And then at the bottom, you know, there was one girl, she was on break that worked, that worked there. And uh, my friend Jessica was like, well, which one is the oldest tree on the property? And she said, well, you guys are standing right next to it. So I turned around. I'm looking at this tree. And it's absolutely beautiful. And it has cameras like in the tree. It's so cool. And I said, like, oh, okay. And I was told, take a picture. When I say I was told, that means spirit is telling me to, to do these things. So I'm taking a picture because I didn't take any pictures of the property at first. Like I was like, I don't. I don't want any memory of even being here. Like, that's the struggle that I was going through. And so I took a picture of the tree and it came out blurry. And I'm like, what is going on? So I took another picture and then there was like blur. It was like these lights that were shining through. And it was really confusing because it was sprinkling. Like there was an overcast. It was the sun was hidden. Um... And it was sprinkling. It was starting to rain. And I stand in there like, why is this happening to my phone? Like, what is going on? So I told my friend, I said, Jessica, take a picture of the tree. I said, look what I'm getting. And she's looking at the picture. She said, oh, that's weird. She takes the same picture, same place. We're next to each other. We both have iPhones. And literally, we were, I was like, what is going on? And she looked at me and she said, I can't explain this. And I don't want to. And then she walked off. 
And I just took about five more pictures of that same tree and they all turned out the same. And I needed, I wanted to make sure that I have a filter on. Like I just didn't understand why (coughs) my pictures were coming out like this. So I just took the pictures and kept it moving. And so as we, you know, walked around the property, I was feeling a little bit better because she kept looking at me because I was being weird. And she's like, are you okay? I was like, I think I am. I think I feel better. I think I feel better. And we were just walking around and I was quiet. And I didn't get any visions. I didn't get anything. I had no thoughts. It was just me walking the property and I was quiet. And I was in really just enjoying being there for the first time. Because <laughs> I was like, this was too much energy. It was too over. This I was saying this is too much energy. It was too overwhelming. So, um... I'm getting emotional just thinking about this. So as we're leaving, uh, we walk on the other side of the slave quarters. And I'm reading this uh, plaque about the slave that lived in this particular uh, hut. And she did hair and she was a seamstress and everybody used to go to her. And as I'm looking into the slave quarter, I knew she was there. I can feel her. And I can feel her so strong that it almost knocked me off my feet. And there, I was standing next to my friend Jessica and another girl came and walked past me. Her energy cut cut it off. Do you know? And um, her exchange of energy cut my empathing off, if that makes sense. So I kind of snapped out of the trance that I was in. And as I'm standing there, I didn't want to look up. I'm reading this plaque about this lady that was magnificent and that did all these things and is seamstress and, you know, did hair and everybody came to her and she was standing there looking dead at me. And I knew she was looking at me because I could feel it and I didn't want to look at her because I know that when I looked up, I would see her and I probably would pass out and ran away. And I was, I was scared, you know, and that's a, that's my ego because the ego is there to protect you. And I I literally was scared to look up because I knew she was there. So I walked away and I went to the second one and the energy in the second, uh, quarters was so strong. I didn't even read what was going on there. All I know is that those quarters, slave quarters in Oak Alley, those slaves' spirits are still in those quarters. I don't care what you say. I know for a matter of fact that those people are still in there. Because I felt them. And at that point, when I got to that second hut, the little slave quarters, I was ready to go I told my friend Jessica I said baby girl we're out and she's like yes ma'am I said I need to get some water I'm ready to go because the such the feeling was getting stronger and stronger and stronger and it was like suffocating me because it was so strong and as we walk away I walk past her because I'm like girl I'm about to get me some water at the little gift shop and we're about to use the bathroom we're gonna leave she stood there at this 
platform and was reading. Now, she's been there several times before, and she said, I've read all these things. And I was like, cool, because I'm not reading any of them because I'm ready to go. And she just stood there, and she just looked at this picture. And she kept calling my name, and I was ignoring her. I was like, let's go. She said, no, you need to come here and look at this. And I walked over there, and I looked at it, and there were a, there was this picture of these group of kids. <laughs> Little slave kids. And the vision that I saw were these children and the little boy that I saw in my vision when we were walking along the trees was the same little boy that was in this picture. And when I seen that, I literally like ran. I turned around. I looked up at her. She looked at me and she said, these are the kids you saw, isn't it? And I looked at her and I was like, I couldn't even speak. I was like, I got to go. It's time to go. And it was a confirmation as we were leaving that the things that I saw were real. And it was a confirmation to let me know that they were showing me what was going on there and from their point of view. And as I get to the bathroom, I'm in a bathroom and I'm sobbing. I'm crying. And I'm crying because... It was so emotional for me to experience this. Um, my mom's side of the family is from that part of Louisiana. I feel that my ancestors was on that property. I um, felt sad and... I I just was like, I was just ready to go. I know I said that about 20 times, but I was ready to go. And I just, you know, washed my hands. And I didn't care how much that bottle of water was. It could have been $10. I was going to get that bottle of water. And I got the bottle of water and I drank the water. And I took some deep breaths. And I didn't say a word. Jessica just was looking at me, shaking her head like I cannot even believe. Like this was the experience that I had here with you. She said, I've been here several times. I just was so different with you. And as we're leaving, we walk back through the vortex. The goosebumps got back on her neck and her arms. I felt it was strong, but not as strong as it was when I first got on the property. As I walked back through, I turned around and I looked at the property as a hold. And I thank the slaves and the spirits for that experience. I um, had this overwhelming feeling of sadness. And I couldn't, I don't know where it came from. So I don't want to say, well, it was this, this, or this, because I don't know. This is what I'm feeling. I'm an empath. And I, you know... Jessica got in a car and I'm, I opened up the car door and I'm looking back at the property and I'm standing there and I started crying like tears were rolling down my eyes and I, you know, I prayed again and I got in a car and I, I didn't want to have a breakdown because I wanted to, but I just couldn't. I was like holding it together. And, you know, Jessica kept, you know, asking me, was I okay? Was I okay? And I was like, I'm fine. 
I'm fine and I just was swallowing the water like drinking the water like a crazy person because I was holding back my tears because I wanted to cry uncontrollably like that's the feeling that I want that I had but as we were leaving the property we got back on the highway and as soon as we hit the highway there were white birds flying in front of the car window and for me, white birds are very significant because that's how I connect to spirit. Our spirit connects to me. Um, I asked a spirit a long time ago, uh, white birds is a sign that I want you to send me uh, when you want me to know that you're there. Uh, when I want you to know that either I need to leave or go or warning or whatever. So anytime I see white birds flying, I know that spirit is around me and I'm protected. And as soon as we hit the highway, those white birds were in front of the car. And I absolutely was like, I, there was a sense of relief, relief. And I was grateful. And I think spirit, uh, for that experience. And, and I was, I was happy. And then I got a bolt of energy and I was so happy and I was so excited that I was like, man, like, I can't even believe that I had that experience. And I said, I got to write about this or I got to tell people about this because this was not for me to be kept by myself. So after several weeks, I keep getting different downloads and visions and in, in, uh, from that property. And I, my gifts have uh, expanded more. I'm more of a medium now. Like when I talk to clients, I if they have somebody close to them that's passed over, I'm able to see them. Uh, that's something that I ran away from. Like it, when I uh, I do Reiki, uh, and so when I'm in my Reiki energy, I I have a say I, I say a prayer before any Reiki uh, session, and I. I'm trying not to cry. So when I when I'm in my Reiki energy, I see whoever your spirit guides are. Whoever the strongest that's around you, they show up. They show up as protection. Uh, so I trust that when I'm in my Reiki energy. But when I'm not in my Reiki energy, and and someone that's passed over comes to me, I'm hesitant, and I'm not sure what that is or why that is. But now I know, like, after being on that property, that that's one of the many things and gifts that God's given me to be able to heal. Uh, When we die, I believe we are in a different dimension in consciousness. And that consciousness, uh, some people are stuck. And your loved ones are there to let you know that they're still present they're just not in the physical they're just not in the 3d and and for someone like me and you know Teresa and all these different mediums and people that have those gifts are just a a vessel for uh, for us to use to help you along on your path um and being on that property I feel like my ancestors were there, like I stated before. So I do feel like there was some kind of generational release. Uh, there was some kind of thing that I needed to do for myself and my family. Um, being on that property and also for those slaves to have a voice. 
because it's always about the slave owner. Uh, there's always because when I googled Oak Alley, they talked about the the slave owners, of course, and uh, but never really about the slaves. It's always something brief, and it's always you know well that's how it was back in the day. In a matter of fact. And it, it was never about like the slaves and the things that they truly went through. And a lot of times, you know, we get we see these movies and it's always horrific. <clears throat> we already know the scenario and we want to forget about it. But when you open up a plantation uh, for a museum and you have these people come and I'm looking at all these pictures on Instagram at Oak Alley, uh, hashtag Oak Alley. Uh, plantation is all these non-black people that's taking these pictures and smiling and like they're having a good old time and from the point of view of the slaves they don't like that because they showed me that as well uh this idea that it's all fun thing fun and games and we're going to take these pictures because the property is beautiful because the property is beautiful, but we can't forget the bloodshed that happened on that property. We cannot forget about the death and the family separations and the things that happened with the black slaves on those properties. We can't forget about those things with the good comes the bad and the bad comes the good. Everybody has duality and everybody needs to understand that it wasn't, it was, it wasn't always roses. And beautiful oak trees and beautiful gardens on this property. And those slaves wanted me to see that. Those slaves wanted me to express that. And not to say that you you can't go there and, and smile. But I'm just saying like you really need to have an understanding of what was going on on that property. And, and remember that. Um, so that is what I want to talk about on this podcast. Um, I'm still going to do my podcast on Friday. I think I'm going to publish it tomorrow because, uh, Friday I have a very, very, very busy weekend. Uh, this week on my Instagram, my focus was all about grounding yourself. And it's kind of like a segue in like what I did at Oak Alley. I really got insight once I grounded myself into the grass, into the soil, did it some breathing exercises. Uh, so that is what I'm going to talk about on my next podcast. If you guys want to reach me, you can email me at soul, S-O-L-E, one O-N-E, at mail.com. Definitely visit my website, soulonservices.com, and my Instagram, soul, S-O-L-E, Coach C O C O A C H underscore. Uh, thank you so much and talk to you soon.